Welcome to Found in Space, a science podcast for kids and teens. So thank you for another wonderful question, Charlotte. This really has a lot for us to get into. It sounds at first like this should be easy to answer, but actually we don't know. Now in science, there's gonna be a lot of times when we don't know the answer to something. And that's not actually a bad thing. It's not bad to say, I don't know. We don't know yet. It's actually really exciting when something comes up that we don't know, because that means we have an opportunity to explore, to research, to learn more. And it seems like every time we learn a new thing, there's a new surprise, which opens up new doors. So in science, we don't know everything. And that's really okay. Science is a process of learning about the world. So let's get into what we do know about this question, which is how big is space? We can start by trying to compare it with things that we're a little bit more familiar with. Now humans, we're actually really small compared to our planet. When we're standing on the surface of our planet, we know that our planet is round, but it's so big compared to us that it looks flat, doesn't it? Now you might've had the opportunity at some point to be somewhere that is very flat, like on a beach looking out over the ocean and way in the distance, you can see where the sky and the earth meet. Or maybe you've been out on some flat plains or maybe up in an airplane in the sky. And so where you see the sky meeting the earth, that's the horizon. That's actually where the curve of the earth, where the earth is dropping away. Now compared to the sun, earth is tiny. So here's something you can imagine. If you imagine that earth is the size of your fingernail, then the sun would be about the size of you. Yeah. So the sun is huge, but you might say, okay, but in the sky, the sun does not look that big, right? And that's because the sun is so far away from us. So on average, the earth and the sun are about 150 million kilometers, about 93 million miles apart from each other. And that's a pretty big number. So we call that an AU or an astronomical unit. So when we want to talk about how far apart planets are from each other, we'll use an AU because that number is the number in kilometers or in miles, which is what we use down here on Earth, is just way too big to think about. So inside of the solar system, we'll go, okay, well, Jupiter, how far is Jupiter away from the sun? And we'll measure that in AU compared to Earth. So Jupiter's about 5 AU away from the sun, about five times as far away as we are. Now both Jupiter and Earth 
are going around the sun. So sometimes we're a little bit closer to each other and sometimes we're a little bit farther away. And we can look at anything else in the solar system. Saturn is almost 10 AU away. So Saturn's almost twice as far away as Jupiter. And then we can keep going out and out and out. And for a while, we thought that the solar system stopped at Neptune. But then we learned that there's even more beyond Neptune. And Neptune, by the way, is about 30 AU. So 30 astronomical units are 30 times as far away from the sun as we are. But the solar system keeps going and going and going. In fact, we think it might go out as far as one light year. Now that's another unit for us to talk about. A light year, although it sounds like it should be time, a light year is actually distance. And this is because light has a speed limit. It's called the speed of light. Or another great name for it that you'll hear sometimes is the speed of causality. So that's like cause and effect. How long, what's the fastest that change can happen in the universe, through the universe? And light and a few other things like gravitational waves, they travel at that maximum speed. Now to us here on Earth, remember we're so, so tiny, it seems like light is pretty much instant, but it's not. It goes really, really fast. So the distance that it can travel in one year is really far. Now units that we're familiar with, like kilometers and miles, that would be almost 10 trillion kilometers. That's trillion with a T. So 10 followed by 12 zeros. That's a lot. That'd be about 6 trillion miles. That's how far a light year is. Now, when we want to talk about how far apart stars are from each other, we'll use light years. Because an AU is going to be way too small for that. An AU is only just over about 8 light minutes. Think about how many minutes are in an entire year. So the closest star to the sun is actually part of a three-star system we talked about recently. Proxima Centauri is part of the Alpha Centauri system, and it's a little bit over four light years away from us. Now, something that's really cool about this is that when we look at far things, say we look at Proxima Centauri, it's taken four years for that light to travel through space to get to us. So we're seeing the star as it was four years ago, not as it is at this moment. If we were somehow able to magically teleport to that star system, it would look a little bit different. And so the farther away we look, the further back in time we're looking. So let's say we look at a star that is a thousand light years away well, then we're seeing it as it was a thousand years ago. And if there's a civilization on that star that happens to be looking back at us, they'll be looking at Earth as it was a thousand years ago. So we can actually use the this trick as kind of like a time machine. Because the farther and farther away we go, the further further back in time. And so we can start to learn a little bit about how galaxies develop and how stars and things like that. The trick is getting telescopes which are 
which are big enough and good enough to be able to start to see those things in details. Now, we've said that just to get to the closest star is four light years away. Well, Proxima Centauri and the Sun are both part of a larger collection of stars. We're part of the Milky Way galaxy. So a galaxy is a huge, huge collection of not just stars, but of planets and nebulae and black holes and brown dwarfs and neutron stars and all of this stuff and probably dark matter all clumped together into a big structure being held together by gravity. So I like to think about galaxies as being kind of like countries, right? A star is just one person and then there's a huge country, except that this would be a really big country because in our galaxy, the estimates vary, but the there's probably about 250 billion stars in our galaxy. And many, if not most of those stars, have multiple planets with their own asteroids and comets and all sorts of things. And then of course, all of the nebulae, and there's probably multiple brown dwarfs and rogue planets. Rogue planets are planets that don't have stars. They're just orbiting in the galaxy. And so the galaxy is a pretty big, busy place. Now, what's it take? How much space do we need to fit 250 billion stars? Well, from edge to edge, we think our galaxy is about 100,000 light years across. Yeah, so that takes a really long time for light to go from one side to the other. We're talking about something huge, absolutely ginormous, colossal, just unbelievably large. Now, the Milky Way is just one of many, many galaxies. So we're part of a local group of galaxies, and then that's part of another group, which is part of another group that has a very beautiful name called Laniakea. That's our super cluster of galaxies that are all kind of clumped together. Now, the question is, how big is space? Well, let's remember what we were saying about light. In order for us to see anything, we need light, right? And light has a speed limit. So there's actually a limit to how far away we can see because of the amount of time it's taken for that light to get to us. So we think that our universe is a little under 14 billion years old, about 13.8 billion years ago. We think that at least in whatever form the universe is in now, that it started expanding. We think that everything used to be really tight and close together and everything's been expanding since that point about 13.8 billion years ago. Now when I say expanding, I don't mean that individual atoms are getting bigger, but the space itself. So the distance between galaxies is growing and growing and growing. The space itself is growing. So we can see as far back as light has been going for 13.8 billion years ago. But since the universe seems to be expanding, how far away that spot is, where the light came from, is now farther away from us than it was when that light was released. 
So the total amount of space, of universe that we can see, we call that the observable universe. Because while there might be universe, there might be space beyond that, we don't have a way of observing it because the light hasn't gotten to us from there. So the observable universe is like a big bubble around us. Now, somebody on another planet in another solar system would have a slightly different observable universe, right? Because they'd be able to see a little bit farther in one direction than us and not as far in, an, in the direction that we can see away from them. About 93 billion light years across is how big our current observable universe is. That is huge. It would take, if the universe wasn't continuing to expand, which we think it is, let's say it was just frozen for a moment, 93 billion years to get across. There hasn't even been that many years in our entire universe. So the space that we know of is huge, but we don't know what's beyond what we can see. We guess that there's probably more. There's probably more universe that ends more space, just like the space that we can see that's full of galaxies with stars and planets and black holes, but we don't know. We don't know if it actually goes on forever, some physicists think it might, or if there is a limit. And that's exciting. That's something for us to work on. Maybe that might be one of the mysteries that you solve. Because whoever solves that, they'll be adding really important, amazing discoveries and knowledge to the body of knowledge of humans, of humanity, of, and of science. So let's pause here. Thank you so much again for this wonderful question. And it gave us a great opportunity to talk about some of these different terms and concepts like astronomical units and light years and looking back in time and the observable universe. So it really gave us a great opportunity to jump into some of these topics, which of course we'll come back to and talk about time and time again in the future. And actually we've talked a little bit about them in the past as well. So thank you so much. I hope that all of you have dark skies and remember to stay curious.